we are legends. Hello and welcome to We Are Legends, the unofficial podcast of DC Legends Mobile. I am Slow Beast. With me as always is Hate Mail and the famous Ogre Barbarian. Who's in a wind tunnel. (laughs) Yeah, I know. That's what you're in California today. (laughs) On this episode, we're going to talk about the Whale of the Banshee. Have an interview with NWO War 616. Discuss the benefits of going to max level. Is it worth it? All right, so first let's talk about the whale of the banshee. Uh, so you've gotten her, and you've got to play with her a little bit. Hate mail. What uh, what do you think? What are your thoughts? Your initial reaction? Um, she's a pretty good character. I don't, if you all haven't caught it, I did do a live stream of her on um, on Sunday, I believe it was. So I did a good hour and a half, and someone pointed this out to me, and I had saved one gear. Well, I was in the middle of gearing her when I started the live stream, just so people could see that I hadn't played with her at all. And they said, did you leave one of her gears undone on purpose? And I realized I never actually upgraded her last one. So during that live stream, she was very, very squishy. And that might have a little bit to do with it. That huh. they're the, last, the last upgrade is the one that gives the most stamina. So, so she, might, she might not be as squishy as I thought. Because all the video you're going to see that I've recorded, well, I'll do new video for this, this video, but all the video you've seen so far that I have out there, has her with one gear missing. So she might not be as squishy as I thought. Okay. And Ogre... So pretty big fail sauce on my part. Ogre, have you gotten a chance to play with her at all? Just a little bit here and there. I haven't actually gotten to actually test her fully because I don't have a play with her yet. Sure, sure. Okay, just from the event, you've got, uh, what, L1? Yeah, no, I've got her at, like, gear 4, L2 already, actually. This oh, okay. morning, I got oh, okay. her L2. Awesome. So. Awesome, all right. Um, yeah, she'll figure I want to get her up to L5 potential. <laughs> oh really yeah well of course she bleeds of course you want to go l5 <laughs> well i like her a lot and i my biggest problem was that she was too squishy but now that i realized i didn't do that gear because i just noticed that literally they're all pretty squishy if you don't out. if you don't upgrade fully i just noticed yeah, that you're missing we 2k hp plus like 200 stamina that's quite a bit <laughs> yeah big deal so <laughs> do you have a proposed uh legendary order that you're recommending yet or not enough time yet Actually, I have pretty pretty set in stone on what I would say. Okay. So right now I'm thinking um, two, three, and then I, know, I can't remember if it was four or five. Okay. Let me just pull her up real fast. I think five yeah. was the one where they gained stun silence and yeah. communities if they get stunned. So I would go two, three, five, or one. And the reason I say one for last is it's 100% additional damage if target has any immunity. But let me tell you, 100% of nothing is still nothing. That's true. The damage, uh, is, I mean, there is no damage. <laughs> I mean, it maxed fully what out. Was, what was four again? Four was the um, apply buff immunity to all enemies if an ally dies. Uh, I might argue that her one might be better. I don't know. But I had to, again, I, that's, that's me saying that because I don't like my characters to die. So, right. I, I agree 100%, but... I didn't notice any difference in damage with that 100% before I took it and then after I slotted it. I mean, it, there was honestly no damage difference to a character with immunity. So when I use it like on Power Girl when she's got death immunity and you attack her with the basic, you don't see any life come off. I think it might do 1,000 damage, 1,500. So 
the, the only thing, only reason the basic does anything that you want it, anything that's worth doing is the bleeds. Yeah, three bleeds is nine percent. Like, <laughs> so I'd rather in the you know when when because you're going to lose allies every now and again. I'd rather sure. have the buff immunity go on everyone whenever somebody does die. Well, then. like to be fair, because you're right, you're not using your basic all that often anyway, because her other move has a one turn cooldown. Yeah, she's. I mean, and her. The cool thing I like about her is that her her, um, her death whale, her third ability, her AOE, it procs a lot. And granted, it's only a thirty percent chance when you purge a buff. But mm -hmm. that purge a buff, it doesn't work when passives go off. But everything else. So if you have, for example, if Batgirl purges more than one buff, sometimes she'll use it twice. Oh, okay. So it, it has a chance on every buff that's purged. It's that's what it seems like to me. I've seen her do it twice after um, Batgirl's purge wow. or other characters that purge more than one buff. That's pretty. So and it does decent damage. And if it's working um, for you, that means that it probably is every buff, and everybody else is she's going like off on like crazy. Exactly. <laughs> My biggest complaint with her is that she was too squishy. But once again, without that last slot upgraded, that might have a lot to do with it. I think she's well, still she's a striker probably... gear set too, right? I mean. Yeah, she's going to probably be, I think, the, the comparison... The special strikers are, by far and away, the, the squishiest. The biggest comparison, I would say, she's a lot like Dr. Fate in okay. survivability. Okay. She doesn't have his shields, but she can go invisible when other bleeds are. So if you're running her with bleed characters or use a bleed early, she will go invisible. Um, I like her a lot with um, Red Hood, because he purges buffs. So I've seen her use it twice whenever he's using his little attack and debuffing a character. So, and then I've also seen her, um, with the bleeds, it goes invisible as well. So they, they mix together extremely well. Okay. Yeah, there's, there's lots of fun to be had with her, I think. Well, since we're talking about team comps, let's go ahead and get into some of uh, Ogre's crazy team comps. Um, what, what, uh, teams did he come up with here? The first one we have here is Captain Cold, Clayface, Castaway Green Arrow, and Silver Banshee. Which Ogre, if you Yeah, want. and I had... I had made a note on that also that you could swap Captain Cold for Constantine All if right. you I think, so chose. I think I like that better. So, and the idea with it being basically that, you know, Clayface is just going to taunt forever. Everybody's going to be invisible on their own accord if you use Constantine over Captain Cold, whereas Captain Cold doing the speed downs and controlling the battle a little bit, you know, the flow of the battle a little bit more, especially when you add on uh, Castaway's. Uh, Buff purging, turn meter downing, basic attack. <laughs> like, there's a lot of a lot of your control and buff removal on that team. Mm -hmm. So, did you get a chance to try this at all, Hate? No, I I didn't. I got stuck at work pretty late today, so I didn't get to test any of these teams. Okay. Um, the next one was Wonder Woman, Princess, Batman, um, World's uh, Greatest Detective. Yeah, World's Greatest Detective, Batman, TDK, and Silver Banshee. Yeah, and I made a note on this one that you could actually swap uh, World's Greatest Detective to the lead slot if you really wanted to, because Silver Banshee plays in really nicely with his leadership, giving the, the purge. Oh, yeah. Or at least I think it does. Well, yeah, because he purges. Well, I'm not really sure how that's interesting. the leadership affects it. I'm not really sure on that one. Hmm. You have to test Because it would be out. a leadership packing, procking a passive at that point, and I'm not really sure how that works. Yeah, I mean, but might. in theory, I mean, it sounds really cool. It does, yeah. But it's only thirteen percent chance, which is the only thing I don't like about it. I wish that right, percent but if chance. Was every so much move has a thirteen percent chance. Yeah, it's true. I'm gonna have to <laughs> like, test that it's one out. Gonna get you a couple times. I have like, it's gonna get you a couple now, times. So. so I'll have to test that. 
but the idea was that you know Wonder Woman's going to apply the immunities for you. She's going to purge buffs constantly, so you're going to have plenty of opportunity to proc the uh, the Banshee Whale. You know, and I completely three. forgot Batman TDK purges buffs. He purges buffs too. Yeah, he purges quite a few. That's a, and that's it makes a, a pretty good addition. Uh, yeah, yeah, so you got like the anti-purge team working off of that that uh, aspect of her kit. Uh, that seems pretty good. You'll have to try that out and let us know if it, it works it with like the lead. It seems like the best part of her kit to build around. So Yeah. All right, what else you got? And we have Superman, Superboy, Catwoman, and Silver Banshee. All right, so this one is the combination stun purge team. Mm-hmm. You got lots of purges with Catwoman and Superman, and then you got stuns all over the place with Catwoman and Superboy. Mm-hmm. To help out Banshee, so that's the idea there. Okay. And then Superman it. has the lead will help protect your team rather nicely. So. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. And then lastly, we have Red Hood, Vixen, Lobo, and Silver Banshee. Actually, this team's the one that intrigued me the most this, of the bunch. This is an interesting team. I think that team could actually work really well because you got bleeds across the board. You got multiple. You got you got a stun. You got a taunter. Yep. No, a lot of thing. A lot of a lot of times, people forget that Vixen has a purge. Yeah, and Vixen has so, a purge. Like, she could also proc Banshee. So, like, depending on how everything goes, that team could be really silly. I think. I, I actually think that's a that's the makings of a very strong team. So yeah, like that's probably the one that I'm gonna end up running a little bit with. So, I'm really excited to try Silver Banshee now that. She's going to be a little tougher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to play with her a little more, maybe do another live stream and see uh, see if she's a little little bit sturdier now that you've uh, actually upgraded her. Yeah, the problem with the live streams is they, they take a lot of time, and I have to be plugged in, hard-lined in, because I get too much lag otherwise. Oh, my life is so hard. Well, <laughs> that room isn't very easy to set up in. <laughs> well, I mean, something I do want to point out about Banshee's survivability, mm-hmm. if you're running other bleeders... She's gonna be invisible. Yeah. yeah. That's really really so, helpful. Like if you're running her with a siren or you know, Lobo or Cheetah even, you know, just anybody anybody that can spread those bleeds around, she's gonna just be invisible almost the entire match. Sure. Is my guess. Like forty percent whenever a bleed procs, that's gonna she's gonna be invisible. I'm actually surprised. Oh, no, I just realized I never um finished running her things today. Oh. <laughs> uh Uh-oh. we got a few minutes. I'll be doing that. Yeah, I'll be doing that on the side. I'm really surprised you didn't build any Kimo teams with her. You know, I kind of wanted to, and in order to do that, I would have had to make some adjustments on some of my submissions because I don't like repeating characters in my submissions. Yeah, I mean, he, you could pretty much plug Kimo in a couple of these teams. Like, even that uh, Red Hood. Well, like, you could do Red gonna, Hood, Kimo, if you're gonna do it, Lobo, and Siren. That would be... I was going to suggest uh, Constantine, Kimo... Lobo and Silver Banshee. That'd be good too. <clears throat> okay, yeah, yeah. Problem is, there's no purgers. I do think having at least one purger really matches. Yeah, because it, it does. It does. But like for me, I was just going to be more on her uh, using her as the purger. And you'd also throw Killer Cro- Killer Croc in as a purger. Yeah. yeah. So. Killer Croc would be actually really good with her. I don't think the problem is, is that a lot of times his purge happens on on an enemy on his turn. Passive. Yeah, on his passive, and I don't think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've had some people tell me that certain passives do work with her, so I'm not sure. Well, it's because they're activating a move. I think. 
I think that's different when you're activating an actual ability, an actual move. Like Killer Crocs might actually work. Okay. Yeah. Does that make, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Nope. I'll test yeah, it. Yeah, kind of like I think Wonder Woman, Princess of the Mascara's leadership would actually work too. Wow. I actually broke down and took him Legendary Five not too long ago. So. Oh wow. So I think I think both these characters would be worth. Yeah, you're gonna have to test at. that out and let us know uh, what does and doesn't proc it. But the problem is with your RNG, we may not get a true test. But I just have to play a lot. Yeah, you're just gonna play more and than a person. Hers isn't like Bane for me, so for some reason she actually procs at what I would expect a 30% proc rate to actually oh, proc. Okay, it, so. well maybe you're getting a little. So far, so good. A little bit of a. Your your RNG is resetting. Or or, or the, the devs listened to the last like, episode and they're trying to help him out. Instead of rolling a twenty-sided <laughs> dice, he only runs a rolls a five-sided dice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other really thing cool. I was going to mention too is that one thing I'm really excited about, more so than anything with Silver Banshee, is that her character model is exactly what I would hope Starfire's character model to be. <laughs> so. It's not going to take as much work to add her to the game now. <laughs> is that that's the argument you're going with now? Yeah, I mean it does make sense. I mean, you look at certain characters like Supergirl, Power Girl. Mm-hmm. That was an easy transition. That's true. Less work for the devs, more likely they'll do it. <laughs> Are you saying they're lazy? I'm just saying that it just it creates a, a well sought after character that they you're, know they're going to be able to sell for piles of gold. You're never going to get an invite to <laughs> Warner Brothers Studios like that. Quit calling them lazy. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Well, uh, we ha- you found a discussion that uh, we wanted to talk about real quick, and that's uh, the benefits of going. Uh, should you take your characters to 70 gear 11 and just stop there? Or should you go ahead and take them all the way to 80 uh, for that extra benefits? Are, are the benefits worth it to take the, the materials you're using to take them all the way to 80? Um, and this was from Slow Desolation on the in-game mm-hmm. forums. <clears throat> um, or not he, in-game, he specifically sent you a, a message on this, correct? Yeah, and he mentioned that we could talk about this on the uh, show. And I thought this would be a good topic. Yeah, it is. It is been, interesting. I just finished taking everyone to 70, and I've kind of been going around and around and around in my own head whether I want to just start taking characters to 80 or go to maybe 76 and then do them all to 76 and then start going to 80. For people who haven't gone, who don't have that many characters at 70 and they have a few at 70, my recommendation would be stop at 70. I've been stopping at 72 for whatever reason. That was just my the number I decided to go to. Um, but I would stop at 70 and do all of the characters you're interested in to 70 before you make the leap to 80. Because there really isn't a big benefit. To, I mean, the benefit is some your character's stronger, but not so much so that it's a massive difference like gear 10 to gear 11. Right. And the cons to it is that, you know, right now most of my board is 3 to 6, and I get the occasional 6 to 9. Once I make the leap to 80, I'm just going to get 3 to 6. I'll no, never again get 6 to 9. Right. So you're going you're gonna to hamper yourself on power, power score, gear, you know, alerts, things like that. I'm going to do it because I'm a completionist, and in the hopeful, eventual one day that they release content that you have to be max level 80 or something to enter, or it makes a difference, you know, where it's so hard that you need characters that strong, um, I'll be ready for it, but <clears throat> I think for the majority of people that aren't crazy, it 
you're probably much better doing more characters at 70 because the the cost to go from zero to 70 is significantly more than or going from 60 to 70 is more than going 70 to 80 but it's still almost the same amount so 70 to 80 is very similar in cost all right and ogre did you have any thoughts on that you agree pretty much with what hate said or yeah i pretty much agree uh like the 10 levels from 70 to 80 you're looking at maybe 130 140 points in a stat like it's not a lot so when you think about it you know it's another like 1400 hp maybe at most Mm -hmm. So it's not it's not a ton. Um, now, the one one argument I will make for taking at least one character to eighty would be if you wanted them as your portrait. <laughs> yeah, like your camo. camo. Like myself, I am taking camo to eighty because I want him to be my strongest character. Right. He's gaining like fifty points every time he levels up, so he should surpass the last couple of characters by the time he hits there finally. <laughs> Okay, so overall, yeah. the increase, the <laughs> amount of materials you're spending going from 70 to 80, it's it's not really enough of an increase in uh, effectiveness of the character to justify doing that unless, like you said, you're a completionist or you want a portrait. Yeah, I mean, the, the only other caveat is that defensive teams are going to be stronger. I mean, I can tell when I'm fighting a level 80 team versus fighting a full level 70 team mm-hmm. just because they... The game seems to give the AI more procs, more. They don't miss as often, you know, just all those little extra things that defensive teams get. I, I remember back in the day when you'd fight a level 60 team, when it was when Castaway Green Arrow was broken, his little double proc on level 70 teams, when 70 was the max, happened literally every turn mm-hmm. if he was 70. If he was 60, it happened, you know, almost well, 70% of the time. There's another uh, point to mention is the. Uh you know, having a wow background, you know, eventually I would imagine 80 to 80 to 90 gear 12 is going to be coming out. Yeah. But I see yeah, that you have to anticipate that it's going to happen eventually. Sure. I'm, I'm sure it will, but it's probably a good ways off still. Um, right. Just concentrate on, on getting your characters sure. to 70 for now. And yeah, when, when, I mean, granted they didn't give us any warning last time. <laughs> And it happened sooner than we expected. So I could see that happening again. But I'd be really shocked if that happened any time in the next... Wait, when is the one-year anniversary mm. of 11? Gear 11 was last year. Wasn't it right around Deathstroke Lobo? So I want to say September. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm... I'm thinking it's going to be around that same time. I, I'd still be shocked because so few people... I mean, there's people just now thinking about making the leap to Gear 11. Yeah, I mean, that's a, obviously a topic well, that we were just give them more reason to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I could. I don't know. I could see that going kind of... I could see that backfiring, actually, just because oh. I think I think a lot of people might be like... Overwhelmed? It's so... There's so much resources. The only way they could do that would be as if, you know, Chapter 9 comes out and you gain so much stuff that it's trivial going to level... You know, which, yeah, and I'm hoping that's the which case. is uh, straight from the playbook of WoW. So true, that is straight from the playbook of WoW. And then, you know, people like me, I cry a little bit, but I will already have a big head start. So I won't cry. I won't yeah, cry and that's really me. all it really comes down to. I won't lose any sleep over your crying. Because <laughs> <laughs> te- your tears will make a nice soothing shower. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you you really get me, Ogre. I appreciate it. <laughs> All right. Is there anything else you guys wanted to it was, talk about? But the other thing I wanted to ask the community to do me a favor. We were trying to figure out 
what the because it seems like PvP is a little light this week. Um, just I noticed that I didn't have to try very hard because I decided I was going for a top 35 this week, and it didn't take me very many purchases to get there. And usually, since I get such low number teams, I have to do a lot more than the average person. But um, it just seems like it's a little low, and I don't know if I'm crazy or not. So I was kind of trying to figure out what the cutoff for top 100 was in previous weeks. And granted, the new PvP mode is going to decrease that number. You know, the Deathstroke change decreases that number. The star system decreases that number. So I think over a long period of time, it makes sense for the numbers to be lower. But I'm just curious, for tracking purposes week to week, what those numbers are. So if anybody in the community has what the top 100 cutoff was for the last couple months, um, if you'd send them my way, either on whatever media platform you talk to people on <laughs> and then uh if if you if anybody can snap that screenshot before right before rollover each week and you if you happen to do that and you want to send it to me i'd greatly appreciate it because i'm trying to just track you know what the average cutoff is week to week also we're going to have our patron only episode coming out within the next week well, well there are patron only episode coming out within the next week week and a half so if you're not already a patron it's only a dollar a month and you'll get our special bonus episode and we going to do our best to have some really good content for that. Well, Brennan, you certainly have had a lot of jobs. I'm a bit of a spark plug and a human resources lady. Oh, oh no, think... it, it's actually, it's Pam. I'm sorry. Well, Pan. No, my name is Pam. Are you saying Pan or Pam? I'm saying Pam. Yeah, I'm sorry, who is this gentleman sitting behind you? Hello, Ms. Lady. I'm Dale. I'm Brennan's stepbrother, and I think I might be able to help with a Pan Pam Dilemma. Yeah, that'd be great. Pam. 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 With an There's M. There's a D on the end. There's no D. It's Pam. It's like calm. Here, it's P. P A N M. 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 Two M. That was the No, there's just one M. All right, and joining us now is N W O War Six One Six. First, let's get to know you a little better. How long have you been playing DC Legends? As since August. Okay, so not that long, really. No. How'd you how'd you find it? You just looking for something on your phone or you a DC guy? I'm more RPG based. I came from a game called Summoner's War. Okay. Similar to what DC Legends is, but it's more tactical. Uh-huh. And I just one of my buddies at work was like, Man, you gotta download DC Legends and I've been hooked ever since. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, where did you get the name NWO War 616? Uh, NWO is an alliance that I used to be part of in war just because I love war games in general. And then 616 is my area code. Okay. Uh, currently in game. You, you want to broadcast the rest of your phone number for everybody? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, currently in game, who would you say is your favorite character? Uh, right now, I would have to say Jessica Cruz and Demon. Nice. I uh, I gotta agree with you on the they, Jessica uh, Cruz. That, they paired perfect with each other. Yeah. I love um, Jessica Cruz. I, as, it, as everybody who listens to this podcast is aware that I've been hyping her up for a long time. <laughs> I normally, I got a video actually going to be posting later on tonight with uh, Jessica Cruz, Demon, Mirror Master, and the new Batman. Oh, interesting. And I, I was able to play uh, like five different boards with it. Yeah, that's that's not a bad little right. combo there. How about the new characters this month? Have you gotten to try any of them? What do you think of them? 
uh, I got the one that's in the dungeon right now, the L1. Uh, Banshee? She, yeah, she she's a hit and miss. I like her bleed. Yeah. I use her a lot against, like, baby Lobos. Oh, okay. <laughs> so then they're not resurrecting. Sure. Yeah. What are you hoping to see in the future content? Uh, there's actually a few things. I'd love to see RTR, which would be real-time arena. Okay. Say, for example, puts me against, hey, I picked the demon. He wouldn't be able to pick demon. He'd have to pick another hero. And you pick five characters. And each one of you people ban out one character. How would you determine who picks first? Uh, the computer would. So just random uh, entering yeah. entering the arena, like would it have to do with your highest power level or how would you, how would you uh, sort that out? So you're not just getting obliterated. Yeah. It, it would basically go by your, your gear and then your highest player level hmm. or you, your unit. Have you seen that in other games or are you, uh, you just coming up with that? Cause I, I actually, that sounds very interesting. I like the idea of uh, if I pick a character, that character's locked to you. That'd be, that'd be pretty interesting. Well, they got some similar to that in Summoner's War, and then they also have what it's called a, a world boss, where everybody in the whole game, you, you go three rounds of 20 characters, and then you get, like, diamonds or shards or whatever after the, the world boss is defeated. Hmm. That would be awesome. I would love to see something like that in DC Legends. Yeah, I, I really like that. There's a lot of strategy being involved there. Uh, and just any time that you play against Ogre, you would have to pick uh, Kimmo first. Yeah, yeah there's ways around Kimmo. <laughs> oh, I know. Just to handicap Ogre, though. I would I would not let him have him just because it'd be funny. I actually fought him earlier today in Arena. Did you? You found him? Oh, yeah. <laughs> my my demon I haven't soloed seen, it. I seen him were, forever. Were you victorious? Yeah, Demon soloed his team. Oh, oh, nasty. <laughs> <laughs> the gauntlet was just thrown down. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to let him know. Don't feel free to hit me back. We will. I would love to see, like, Alliance Wars. Yeah. Instead of instead oh. of Alliance stuff we have going right now, do Alliance Wars where, like, the top ten get diamonds or whatever. Yeah, we... uh. We actually would. We've talked about that in the past. We'd like to see that as well. Some something where the alliances against each other. We we think that would be pretty cool. And I, yeah, I think any, they also have, like true participation would be awesome. Oh, for sure. And then I think they also should put like a cool down time so people can't jump from alliance to alliance within that same day. Yeah, I think that wouldn't be a bad addition. How about a new mechanic or character that you really want to see? Oh man, I'm good on all the characters we got right now the one i would love them to rebuild is the original aquaman hmm. because if, yeah if you, he's good you but he can use a, just a teeny little tweak yeah i agree with that uh anything else in particular you'd like to talk about or anything you want to plug on here you got yeah, i know you have a youtube channel yeah you want to plug your youtube channel basically my youtube is more geared for like newer to mid-level players that aren't Gear 11, where they get frustrated. Like, you, you can see in a few of my videos where I got really frustrated. <laughs> and I was like, how the heck am I losing against, like, a level 50? And then I look at his characters, and I'm like, how? When all of his gears are, like, only two. Huh. And here I'm running, like, gear 8, gear 9s, and I'm like, there's no way. Wow. But that's the only way you're going to learn is by losing. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. And that's what basically my channel is about is all the newer players go ahead and watch it. Yeah, if, I come if, up with different comp ideas for them. Yeah, if you run in there with a, a composition that just doesn't synergize well, you could absolutely get you get your butt kicked. Oh, for sure. Do you have a custom vanity URL yet, or uh, otherwise I'll just put it in the show notes? No, not yet. I don't. Okay. All right. Was there anything else you wanted to uh, add on there? I'll keep up the good work. I'm a huge fan of both of you guys. Awesome. Appreciate it. Well, thank you. We appreciate it. Glad we got to have you on here and have this discussion. Most definitely. If you like the show, consider becoming a patron and get a special show each month, our special Q&A episode. It's only a dollar to have access to this. Check it out at patron.com. We are our legends. Thanks for listening. <laughs> You're not going to say anything? We are legends.